Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on, everybody? It is September 9th, Saturday night here in the year 2023. Iridian Fierro, Cresta D Star, myself, Ricky Chino, here with you. We are back after last week. We were all scattered across the country. Well, me and Iridian were in Chicago, you know, partying it out, watching all out while, you know, Cresta could. Poor me. We. <laughs> You should have sent us a cardboard cutout is what you should have done. And then we could have just, you know, sat you down in the seats next to us and everything would have been great. Uh, but uh, next time. Now we know. Now we'll be. Yeah, now we know. Now we know. We'll, we'll yeah. plan it out. Everything will be great. I'm sure you both will be in New York for Grand Slam or something like that. Well, I'm still here in Cincinnati, so I can start getting my cardboard cutout together. You know, I'll, I'll be there with you guys in spirit. Uh, regardless, uh, we got a lot tonight that is helping set up. Uh, Grand Slam on Dynamite in T-minus 10 days that happened on Collision tonight. The a new era of AEW Collision. This was a show that was set up uh, around CM Punk. He's no longer with the company. So it was very interesting tonight to see what they were going to do, what the creative direction was going to be. More importantly, who the focus, the central figures were going to be. Uh, we, we got some, a bombshell announcement from Brian Danielson. I think Ricky Starks once again, sh shined like the star that he is Jade Cargill, uh, is back. Thank the Lord. Sign me up yes! at, uh, and we got a hell of a main event tonight. Uh, Roderick strong had a good match as well. I think there were a lot of things already into like about this show tonight. I really do. 
Oh, yeah. I was really excited uh, to watch this one, especially because, you know, about after the news that we got last week, I'm like, okay, let's see how this is going to run. And I was not disappointed. I think the amount of promos, the amount of matches that we had, I think it was just such a good balance. And it was a great show. I can't say anything bad about it. Um, I don't have really terrible things in my notes, but we need more Ricky Starks. That's all I'll say. I know we'll address oh. it later, but I could go for more Ricky Starks. Yeah, Cresta, uh, like, if Collision wants to just go ahead and give Ricky Starks the L.A. Knight treatment, like L.A. Knight on SmackDown last night got three segments, right? Top babyface, top star, you guys clearly getting pushed on Friday nights. If they want to do that with Ricky on Saturday, I'm cool with that. Like, please, go ahead totally. and do it. I would love that idea. Even last week, I know you guys weren't here because you guys were gallivanting in Chicago with Ellis, but I forgive you. It's fine. Well, Even Saturday last... I was in Pittsburgh, but still, anyway. Either way, you guys were having fun, and I had to work with Sean. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, no, even last week, the fans didn't really like I to address the elephant in the room. Yes, we care that CM Punk was there, but he's not anymore. The powers that be said it is, and we move on. We fucking we ball. Nevertheless, we press forward. The crowd didn't care last week. They definitely don't care this week. I thought it was great. Ricky Starks definitely deserves that rocket. And if they're still gonna set up the roster around FTR, Ricky Starks, <laughs> I hope your dad's doing okay, Christian Cage. Sure. Why not? You know what I mean? I think there's a lot to be done there. And pro wrestling is not just one person. You know, I think somebody said they would wrestle a mop if you paid them on Twitter this week. So <laughs> that, that was in an interview. That was Finn Balor in an interview. Okay. He was asked about whether he would wrestle CM Punk or he'd be welcome back to WWE. And he said, look, if the money's right, I'll wrestle a mop. Yeah, I mean, because didn't um, Kenny Omega wrestle a blow up doll? Like, come on now. Okay, and The Miz was literally wrestling the Invisible Man or anything will work if it's done correctly. That's right? true. Yeah. <laughs> so, and look, good on The Miz, by the way, because maybe a handful of dudes could actually have pulled that off this past yeah. month. And he did. He did. He wasn't one of them. He wasn't one of them. <laughs> I think he wasn't one of them. He was. I thought he, he did great. I was like, Chef's kiss, Miz. Good for you. Okay, I'm a professional Miz hater too. So. Well, we are here tonight to discuss AEW Collision. This is the Collision Post Show. We are here almost every Saturday night. It seems like, you know, we'll get bumped for a replay when there's a Saturday WWE pay-per-view. Look, that just makes sense, right? Like, it just makes sense to do that, especially when two-thirds of the panel's, like, probably at that show. Uh, so, anyway, so, but we are here most Saturday nights recapping this show, 1010. Uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, and we want you guys to be part of the conversation. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. What did you think about Jade Cargill's return uh, tonight? What did you? Oh, oh in my back. There we go. Hey, okay. hey. Uh, I've been having some internet issues lately. I gotta, I gotta upgrade to Spectrum or something like that. But regardless, get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. We want to know what you thought about this show. We're gonna answer all of them before we go off of the air tonight let us start with the opener hot crowd from the rocket mortgage field house in cleveland ohio the second or third best city in the great state of ohio uh cincinnati's own john moxley opens up the show defending his international championship freshly won off of orange cassidy this is against action andretti um I think this was a pretty decent opener. I didn't think this one was overly spectacular. I didn't think it was bad by any stretch of the imagination. 
Moxley did some really good selling with the knee injury and pun intended here. Andretti got most of the action in this match. Um, he gave Mox a run for his money on a couple of spots. Uh, seemed to be a little off with his accuracy, but I thought commentary covered up very, very well, especially on the uh, the, the spinning cross body where he landed low on John. Uh, they said, hey, look, he was going after the knee. That was a great adjustment. I thought that was chef's kiss uh, commentary to, to cover up there. Um, but I really did like when Andretti went for those patented uh, Blackpool Combat Club stomps to the face. And then I thought that was a tremendous character work inside of the inside of the ring for action Andretti. But then ultimately, Iridian, it cost him because John was like, F you, you don't do that to me. I'm going to spin you around. I'm going to put you in the bulldog choke here and I'm going to I'm going to win this match. Easy night's work for John Moxley here. And John Moxley is just such a monster. Like, I love Action Andretti. I think this guy could really go in like a couple years. I'd see him like being a top star in AEW, but it's John Moxley. Like, he just won a huge pay per view match last week. He's now the new champion and he's in his hometown. Like, there's no home way. state. Oh, home state. Home state. Correction. Thank you, Rick. Uh, yeah, home state. And man, I just knew that Action was not going to be winning this match. Um, I thought it was good. I thought the action no pun intended, was great. And yeah, I thought it was a good first opening match. It really set the tone for the rest of the night. Krista, what did you think? Um, I liked it a lot more than you guys did. Oh, you know, okay. I actually thought that Moxley was respecting Action Andretti because a lot of yeah. times I feel like Moxley, Brian, as, as part of the swag of BCC, like, get a load of this guy. Hey, what is this guy going to do? Yeah. And then they just stomp you out and choke you out. I think from the moment go, he was like, all right, you already pinned Chris Jericho, so I know you've got that little rocket, so I got to take care of you quick. I didn't know what those spinning dives were, and I, you are right, commentary covered it up. because I was like, wow, this man is just spinning for his life. Ultimately, I think action looked like a million bucks here. I, I too, did not buy that he was going to pin John Moxley, and that's okay. I think Andrade's stock definitely went up here. And if this is a way to integrate younger people into, I guess, like that life cycle of anyone can come and get a shot, sure. I'm here for it. Yeah, look, if, if you thought Action Andretti had a chance tonight, I got beachfront property in Kansas to sell you. Okay, so Yikers. that's... <laughs> but that does not mean, just because it's very predictable, does not mean it was going to be bad. I don't think this match... He did beat Jericho. Yeah. He did, sure, absolutely. But there's no way that Moxley was losing the international championship tonight, four days before he's going to... Look, he's coming into Cincinnati as the god that he is. Just coming up, you know, a couple of blocks down the road, down to Heritage Bank Center... Uh, from where he currently resides, and he's going to walk in with that international championship. That was going to happen. Uh, it is going to be interesting to see his match with Big Bill uh, on Wednesday for sure, because that's a completely different... You go from, like, fighting a Power Ranger to fighting the Hulk. Like, that's a completely different dynamic for, for John, because John... John was like the bigger dude by a lot in this match tonight. He's going to look like Action Andretti against Big Bill on Wednesday. That dude is a monster. Have y'all ever stood next to that man? Holy shit. I've seen pictures of him on Instagram. Just a comparison to normal people and then Big Bill is like, Man, I see why Goliath had to throw that rock. You too tall, Paul. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I, I stood next to that man for a couple of minutes, chat with him at, at a convention one time, and I'm just like, yeah, you, <laughs> you can't teach seven feet. That's uh, that's that's for damn sure. So that's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how that how that goes down uh, on uh, on Wednesday. This would not be the last time we see John Moxley, by the way. We'll see him later on in the show. 
Uh, we move on here to uh, a backstage sit down with uh, Roderick Strong. He's got the uh, kingdom on his side. He's got the big, thick glasses sitting there. He's got the big, thick neck brace on. And he's just running down the entire history here of himself and, you know, Adam Cole and how he's always been there for Adam and how he's going to continue to be there for Adam. And Iridian, even if he wins this Eliminator tournament and he beats MJF and he wins the world championship, he's still not going to be happy because all he wants is his friend back, Iridian. Just, he just really desperately wants his friend back. Roddy has me sick and tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally cannot with him. He is being such a pick me right now. Like, we get it. You were friends. It's like you can make more friends and your neck isn't really injured. Like, if you guys have seen this render of him in the when they were advertising the match against Darby, his render with the neck brace took me out. I could not take him seriously for the rest of the week. So anytime he pops up on my screen, I just have to laugh because I absolutely love it. Like, I'm sick and tired of you, but you make me giggle. Like. It's a weird dynamic, Cresta, because he is coming off like a joke character because the dude, and I said this on the, the Dynamite Review show last week with Alex, right? Like, he sounds like I did when I was 20 and all of my friends had turned 21 and they're off going to all the bars with all the cool kids. And I'm like, I'm like the young high school kid who's got no one to hang out with and I'm pissed off at the world and I just want my friends back. Like, grown adults don't sound like that. 20-year-old kids sound like that. And I know because I was that 20-year-old kid. And then finally I turned 21 and I'm like, oh, we cool again. Everything's great. I can go into the bar. Y'all didn't hate me. It was just weird circumstances were what they were. That's what Roddy sounds like to me. But then he goes in the ring and he's a total badass. Like, it, it's such a weird dynamic that but what he's doing is working. It is working. My face hurts from laughing. You guys are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have said this when I first started watching NXT, and it rings true now. Roderick Strong has a punchable face. Mm. And in this promo, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> from Roderick Strong to Roderick Soft. I, like already, I can't take you. This is the best worst you've ever. I cannot take you seriously. I cannot. The way he's sitting, too, is like, and I can't believe that I just can't have my friend. Yo, let it go. You sound. <laughs> I can't take it seriously. This is great. Only thing that would make this greater is that Stokely Hathaway told him to get a life like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> This is great character work. Roderick Strong is soft in the promos, but strong in the ring because he takes off that neck brace. It's like unlimited power. Let me break it back. I'm like, bro. And then you put it on after the match. Mm -mm. I'm calling the cops. The t-shirts, the, what is it? Like the neck strong or the strong? <laughs> neck strong. <laughs> yeah. My God. By the way. Scissor me daddy ass. By the way, just, just real quick. If you want to. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. 
Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Go from soft promos to hard performances our boy sean's got a uh is your sex life stuck in developmental well get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code fightful same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but how about this no awkward in-person visits no trips to the pharmacy it ships straight to your door in a discreet package but let me tell you your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance. High spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. I wasn't going to play the commercial 13 minutes in. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And But when you put it on a tee for me like that, Cresta, I just got to swing away. All right. So, Honestly, uh, that was – I laid it up and you dumped it. That was like some 98 bulls. <laughs> <laughs> that ad is just – I can't. I cannot with it. <laughs> And just the next strong, I also cannot with that shirt, okay? I cannot. Blue Chew, oh. next strong, scissor me daddy ass. I love pro wrestling. Oh. <laughs> uh, one thing that I loved about this show tonight, uh, there was a strong female presence on the show tonight. Uh, still only one match. All right, well, so We got that- it before the second hour. Bless we did. Me. We got it outside of the 920 time slot. Chris Statlander defeated Robin Renegade. And to me, this, I really wasn't expecting anything big out of this. I'm just, I was like, okay, she's doing an open challenge match, which is our second consecutive open challenge match. And then later FTR says they're going to start doing open challenge matches. So I'm like, okay, everybody is just doing the, you know, the open challenge bit, but whatever. So Robin Renegade answers it. I'm like, cool. Always great to see Robin in the ring. This will go a few minutes and then, you know, we'll move on to the next thing. I was not expecting the Renegades to full-on attack Chris Statlander afterwards, and I sure as hell, ladies, was not expecting to hear Jade Cargill's music tonight. That was a pleasant surprise. That definitely made me stand up out of my chair, and I this was, this was going to be interesting to me because Statlander was getting her ass whooped. So why would Jade come down to make the save? That was curious to me. And then, no, it's not because Jade's coming back to... to help Statlander for some unknown reason. Nah, she just wanted to whoop her ass herself. So she takes out the Renegades Iridian and then takes out Chris Statlander with Jaded, holds up her TBS championship, gives it a kiss, says, I missed you. Smart Mark Sterling gets in the ring. Crowd in Cleveland went nuts for this. The match was okay. It was a four-minute match. It is what it is. I, I love how they're booking Chris Statlander all of a sudden to where, like, Literally, the odds don't matter. She's just going to plow through anything, and she beat both of the Renegades pretty much in that match to win it. Found a different way to win other than Saturday Night Fever tonight, which I like that as well. But Jade coming out here is clearly the the headliner. Oh, absolutely. I feel like, for sure, this women's division is stacked. And having Jade come back, I'm like, oh, finally, somebody's going to save this division. If the writers aren't going to do it, it's going to be Jade. Like, we got to get something together. And I'm super excited to see what's going to happen with Jade. I was also very confused of like, okay, are they going to be teaming now? Because like you came to help her out, but no, then you're just beating up on her. The only problem that I had with this match, I mean, the only women's match, um, because we could have another one, but why didn't the Renegade Twins get an entrance? Like, aren't they... 
I was like, well, you're just going to have them in the ring already? Like, I'm very confused, especially if you're trying to give them that push. The entrance is going to be like, what, 30 seconds long? Just I was not paying attention when Chris came in. So then when the bell rung, I was like, where are the other people? And then I turned and I'm like, oh, they were already in the ring. That's interesting. Why would you do that? I feel like they're constantly doing our girls dirty. And I don't like that. Cresta, what did you think about the, the match? And then what did you think about Jade's big return tonight? I agree with Iridian here on that point of why didn't you give these girls an entrance? Even if they were going to lose, you gave Action Andretti an entrance. You you didn't give Angelico an helicopter. Oh, rude. Yes. That's rude. Um, but my biggest thing is like, how can you push these people and make us believe that they have a chance when you won't even give them an entrance? You want us to believe that Action Andretti can do it. The least you can do is give them an entrance. Um, also, like you said, one women's match, womp womp. <laughs> But I'll take it. I'll take it if we got Jay Cargo. Jay Cargo coming back, I'm very happy. But it does make me a little sad for Chris Statlander. I felt like we kind of gave her this whole big to-do that she finally dethroned Jay, this, that, and the third, just for it to kind of be like, who does she have to fight? Mm-hmm. It's kind of felt like, okay, good for you. You hold the championship, but what does that really mean? And that's nothing against Chris Statlander or the women in the AEW locker room. I, I hate to be this guy, but I'm going to have to blame Booking on this one. There are tons of interesting things you can do. Look at Athena and Ring of Honor. You have the depth. You have the roster. Maybe things might change. From, from what we know, people weren't allowed on certain shows. So maybe that could have been the thing. But who knows? The girls might not have been involved. However, the women's booking in AEW is a problem regardless. So I'm happy, but at what cost? Yeah. So. Here's my thing with this. First off, the Renegades are not under an AEW contract at all. They're not on the main on the roster. So that could probably sum up why they didn't get an entrance tonight. Yeah. Rude uh, still. This this was look, this was all about making Statlander look strong and then having her get laid out by Jade Cargill. That's what the, the setup is. My biggest issue with this is I don't want Jade Cargill coming back for the TBS championship. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like, yeah. what are we, what, what, what is the plan? You're either going to bring Jade back and then she's going to beat Chris Statlander. And we're going to go right back to where she was, where mm-hmm. he has already decimated the entire TBS championship division, which is everybody not competing for the world championship. Mm-hmm. Or she flat out just loses to Chris Statlander which should elevate Statlander to another uh, platform. And I'm great with that. But then where do you go with Jade from this point? Jade should have come back and gone right to the damn world title picture. I I mean, right to the world title picture. Like Soraya does not need to have the AEW championship long at all. Like at all. Her moment was winning it in London at Wembley stadium. She can have a couple of good title defenses. I would have brought Jade back after like two or three title defenses for Soraya, like let's just say Tony Storm wins on Wednesday, which I think she's going to. That seems to be the story that they're setting up here. So whatever happens between her and the Outcasts, they finish that up. She has a couple of quick uh, title defenses. The Outcasts, you know, split up. Let's just say that's the direction she's going. She goes out there and she cuts this, you know, um, cocky ass promo where I'm the best. This women's it's my house. I run this shit. You know the the heel Soraya. Uh, play the hits, and then Jade Cargill comes out in on an open challenge and just whoops the shit out of her. Like, that's how I would have booked Jade to come back because this feels like, while it makes sense, Iridian, the way that Chris beat her, yeah, I'd like to see her do something else than 
be in the TBS title picture, which she dominated for a long ass time. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, she dominated. She really ran through everyone in the division and everybody that they kept bringing, even like Athena, you thought, okay, maybe Athena's got a chance. Nothing. Taya Valkyrie, nothing. Like all of these feuds didn't really have a payoff because, all right, you gave Jade those numbers, but now what? Jade's back and she's going to start again like i that's not believable that's not fun i don't think people want to see that definitely push her towards that title picture and you can really have great matches with chris datlander because like you know she said she was going to be a fighting champion just like orange cassidy um, just like her her ex crew member so i feel like they could really build up on that you really have um Anna Jay, who I think is fantastic. Penelope's on the roster. You have Bunny on the roster. You have Sky Blue, who you're building up. Willow, like, come on. I feel like these are all women who are deserving of those championship matches, of those storylines. And I absolutely love Jade. But Jade does not need that title. And she also does not need this feud. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to pick you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, look, I think I'm excited to see her and Chris actually get a real match and maybe a real match or two or even three, if they want to go back and forth and have kind of like this Rocky esque, you know, clubber Lang type back and forth. Uh, But yeah, I don't know, man. Like I just don't, I don't see Chris coming out on top on that just based out of booking history. So again, it takes us right back to where we were. So this is why I'm not, I'm hoping for a different road. I don't know where that road leads, but I'm hoping for some, we come out of this with a other than here's Jade Cargill again. And she's holding the TBS championship. Cresta. No, absolutely. I think have to me, how I would have booked this. I would have had Jade Cargill win a grand slam. If, if you play hot potato between Soraya, Tony storm, and then Jade Cargill, I don't care. I think the TBS title was elevated because of Jade Cargill. I think a feud with her and Statlander kind of only benefits Statlander. And I'm not saying this against either woman, but I think Statlander is talented enough to build it up on her own and build a division around her as well. And Jade doesn't need it. To me, this is a step backwards. She needs to be in the main title scene. So even yeah. if she loses to like a, a Britt Baker, <clears throat> sorry, or a Thunder Rosa, it doesn't look bad because there are people who have their doubts about jade's in-ring quality and if she's the champion you can't doubt that and if she's doing banger matches with Britt baker if you're doing banger matches with thunder rosa please be quiet this also gives a chance like iridian said for people like anna jay people like um penelope ford to come up even if you want to do the renegade twins you have an opportunity to expand it and make somebody else besides jade like a million bucks in this situation i i don't hate it don't get me wrong i'm happy i love jade cargo i love i love her but i think that She's ready to be champion. Yeah. And and if we can if we can book Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett, we can book Jay Cargo as champion. So please, 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 this is wrestling. Stop it. Knock it off. Uh, we do have a uh, humper chat from Bizarro Big L. He says, uh, uh, if Kevin is going to call tonight, I got no issue taking credit when we get uh, solid writing, builds, and momentum uh, to two different shows. Weeks ahead, uh, the women's booking can improve, but uh, not going to go too hard with Jade uh, coming back. Um, the, I, look, I, again, I would be more excited with Jade if I coming back and I, I think she's great. I like Jade. I just think she gets a bad rap because 75% of her matches, you know, and that number's made up, uh, worse. No, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a complaint with anyone 
who is a champion who is seen like oh, all you had were squash matches. Mm-hmm. You you good you good young Rick? Yeah, sorry. It, I just got a note that my <laughs> mic came unplugged, and I'm like, how? What did I? <laughs> I gave you my curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why we were two minutes late tonight because of Cresta. By the way, I'll be that. I'll be that. <laughs> Tech issues. It is what it is. But, but yeah, like I don't I don't know what you do here. Like I I think there's a better way. Mm-hmm. I hope they figure it out by next week because this cannot be it. <laughs> Come on now. Mm-mm. Iridian said I need it now. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let's let's stretch this out. Let's put this match on Wrestle Dream, something like that. You know, don't don't throw this on Grand Slam in two weeks. You know, let's let's, Hot let's shot build, build a program here. Build up a program here. Yeah, but then bringing up Wrestle Dream, like then that brings up so many other possible contenders for Chris Statlander, so many opponents, like. And that's the other thing. I, I, I feel like this is just, I feel like it's almost too soon for Jade to be back because Chris hasn't really had any like marquee outside of Ruby. She hasn't had any really marquee rivals or defenses yet. So Agreed. it's like, what, why are we doing this? Unless, unless literally it was, okay, Punk's gone uh, in case of emergency break glass. Here's Jade Cargill. Like, I mean, shout outs to them for trusting Jade Cargo to be in that spot then. Come on, girl. Right. We, 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 we lost the star. Let's put another star out there. Like, oh, my God. Who made the phone call? In case of CM Emergency. I cannot believe that this was the plan from Jump. Like, I can't believe that this was the plan right right out of the bat with Jade coming back after a couple months is, boom, she's going to – she's up with Chris Statlander. I, I – I, just me no make sure to get your uh super chats in get your humper chats in. we will be uh reading them throughout the entirety of the show all of them will be read before we go off the air even the ones where you know louise and the the moderator has to scream at me in my ear and tell me hey you got, <laughs> you got one or two more that you haven't looked at they will be read we get eddie kingston and claudio in a sit down with tony shivani uh in the middle and uh he was asking for a knife to cut the tension with in that room uh, Eddie is still pissed off that Claudio would not do business with him back before Claudio signed with WWE. Claudio pissed off at Eddie, says he owes him a handshake and he wants respect. Eddie at one point brings up the fact that Claudio and him used to be friends and he met his parents. And then Claudio's like, yeah, and your parents wish you were they you were more like me. Mm, and <laughs> oh, my goodness. And. Uh, no, the Stone Cold line, though, was because Eddie wanted a shot at the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. And he said, I'll even put up my belt. This thing that means more to me than life itself. I will die for this. I'll put this on the line. And Claudia's just like, bet, cool, whatever, because somebody's going to beat me for this title and they're going to be the better man. But Iridian, Eddie ain't the better man and he never is going to be. That was the Stone Cold line right there. And when I tell you, I yelled. I was yelling. I was like, oh, no, not my girlies tussling, not my face. I, I, I cannot. Like, I absolutely love Eddie and I absolutely love Claudio. Why are there so many friendship problems backstage? The AEW <laughs> roster, there's so many friendship problems. Okay, shambles. Right? You got Roddy and Adam, like shambles. And now you got Claudio and um, Eddie, which I don't even know how they got in the room together. I don't know. The people were working their magic, I guess, tonight backstage. The paychecks but- cleared. The paycheck was like, all right, bet. I'll sit next to him. This match is going to be so good. I'm going to be in tears. Like, from the entrance. I know from the get-go, it's just going to be so good. But, man, these two are just so good at cutting promos. I was here uh-huh. for it. I think this was one of the better promos of uh, of the night. Probably my favorite. But 
man, it was just so good. I love it. It was so good. Cresta, what did you think? Everyone involved in this. First of all, I got to give a shout out because from this moment on, Tony Schiavone was getting all the scoops. He was Sean Ross at tonight. He was all backstage. He was getting every interview, every scoop. Tony was all over that arena. That being said, Claudio Castagnoli mm. and Eddie Kingston together, that is... We talk about the blood lobby in the movie. This was movie acting. <laughs> Eddie keeps up like, how do you, why do you keep forgetting? Stop playing with me. And Claudio being the straight man, like, I don't remember. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that meme? It's like, he's such a nice guy. But what about all those murders? What murders? That's Claudio Castagnoli. Claudio Castagnoli is what murders? I don't even remember. I don't remember that. But you wouldn't shake my head. You didn't shake my head. And Eddie keeps just losing his... Yes. This was art. This was wrestling art. And like Iridian said, how y'all got them to stay together in one room? Poor Tony Schiavone the whole time was like, like just please don't stab me. Please don't stab me. <laughs> dude, dude, bro, was ready to jump like, and get the hell out of Dodge the second that somebody like even made an inch toward the other person. Like He was just sitting in that position, hands on his knees, ready to just bolt out of the damn chair as fast as he possibly could tonight. Um, I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, this is one that I was, I, honestly, I was hoping we'd get booked for all out. We got the tag team match instead, which was great. It was fine. Uh, this is the match that I wanted. And this is, this shouldn't even be a match. Like a, as much as these two dudes hate each other, yeah. like I want one of these things where uh, Eddie doesn't even wait for his damn entrance. He just jumps Claudio as Claudio is walking to the ring and these two just literally punch each other for 20 minutes. Like, that's what I want. Like, they need a blood and cuts just for them, <laughs> just, for them. just them by themselves, blood and guts, mm. <laughs> a singular blood and a singular gut, <laughs> still two rings in the cage, Everything. and it would still be bloody. Like, yes. John Moxley and Brian said, We're in there, it's still gonna be bloody. Again, make sure to get uh, your super chats in, get your uh, humper chats in. Uh, tonight, another one from uh, Bizarro Big L. Next strong meat! Exclamation oh. point. Uh, <laughs> Adam left you. Last few crowds have changed the meat for AEW. They got to jump on a meat slapping meat tourney G1 style called A5. Uh, it's right there along with Tony being the, the Miss Piggy to Juice's animal energy. Watch for the shoe. That's <laughs> Bizarro Big L. <laughs> That's a lot of faith in yeah. AEW, who missed the opportunity to book Ethan Page versus Adam Page versus mm -hmm. Christian Cage versus Brian Cage in the Steel Cage or Rampage, okay? Mm -hmm. that opportunity. You for a lot. It could still happen. It could still happen, Cresta. Who knows? There is that um, uh, Hangman Page versus Brian Cage mm -hmm. called Dynamite. Oh, so close. I got to give props to Bizarro on that one, though, by the way. the, the that was a lot. The Miss Piggy to animal energy is just, oh, They're that was the same too good. person, and I love that for them. <laughs> that, was, that was too good. Uh, Cadillac Carson with a, a super chat saying, I shouldn't make this joke. Oh. I feel like if you have to press this, uh, you know, say that first, <laughs> do it every single time. But I will make it, he continues. Uh, so in case of emergency, break glass. Is it real glass? Keep up the great work. Love y'all's post show. Thank you so much, Cadillac. I really appreciate that. Uh, no, this will be metaphorical glass uh, in this case. But uh, yeah, regardless. Um... <laughs> I kind of forgot. 
that Miss Piggy and animal thing is like running through my brain right now. Just completely threw me off. So let's move on here. Bullet Club Gold sends uh, Jay White tonight. Uh, before the show, Tony Khan made the announcement that uh, he is was out of action for personal reasons, not able to make the show. Uh, the cardboard cutout, though, amazing, was there in prime positioning, ready to to fill in his shoes. Uh, pretty quick match tonight as they went up against uh, Gravity Aerostar and Dios Del Inframundo. Um, I think this was pretty good, Iridian, but. Without Jay White there, without any kind of real story, character, you know, progression after their win at All Out, it keeps their momentum going. Juice picks up the win tonight. This just kind of felt like it was there for me tonight. Yeah, um, I guess it was it was a good match. But something that was noteworthy for me was Juice Robinson, per use. Juice is so crazy. I don't know if you guys noticed he gave, um, well, he left uh, the cut, the cutout at commentary and then he showed a plaque and that plaque yeah. said the collision cowboy of the week or <laughs> of, of the month. I don't know. I've literally had enough with this man he, <laughs> in the picture. He was wearing a dress shirt with no sleeves, with a tie, with glasses, with his hair down. Oh my God! Juice he looked Robinson. Like, he looked like Bull Buchanan when he was in uh, Rights of Censor. Oh my God! Dude, I know that reference. <laughs> Literally insane, and I'm here for it. I absolutely love it. That cutout. I hope AEW is making some good money on that because they have the little mini versions that we saw here in Chicago for for that week. So I hope that that continues. And Cresta, we're gonna make you a tiny one, so we're gonna take you everywhere. And we should also sell that on Fightful. I was going to say, yeah, we need the Cresta cutouts for Fightful is what we need. I need a cut of the merch. I need that Hulk Hogan deal. So I need about 50%. <laughs> You're using my likeness. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, what did I, you think, Cresta, what did you think of uh, Bullet the Bang Bang Gang in action tonight? You know, earlier today, Iridian said that Roderick Strong is working her last nerve and it sees a Juice Robinson and everyone just tag team and your last nerve, just giving it a ground and pound. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I want to get into the Bang Bang game, the gun club, mm -hmm. but every time they come out, all I can hear is ass boys and Dan House and Kirsch, I say this every week, but Dan House and Kirsch y'all for real. Mm -hmm. I personally enjoyed Juice Robinson mm -hmm. for this entire match and it's nothing against Gravity, Aerostar, and I didn't even write down the other young man's name because I think mm. they said it like twice and they said it real fast. But I will say, shout out to Kevin Kelly say, I got a notebook because y'all wasn't yep. going to catch me slipping this time. Y'all been reading me for dust for yeah. calling L-I-J, not L-I, no, L-F-I, no. You're not doing it to me. I got my notebook. <laughs> so I need that notebook, Kevin Kelly. Please send me Same. an email. Copy. Pass along <laughs> the notes. Please, I need them. Yeah, Dios del Inframundo, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Is, Child of the Underworld, I think they said it was. Yeah. Well, you know, it was a match. I was happy that it happened. I think Cardboard <laughs> Crust is it. I didn't know what else to segue. I, I, I don't know what else to segue. You said, I'm glad it happened. I'm, I'm, I'm happy it happened. It was, it I'm was happy good. it happened. Uh, shout out to the 310 to Yuma for Drew Shops in the win. Look, like I said, I, I there's really just not a whole lot to say about it. It was a relatively quick match. Uh, I believe we got a commercial break during yeah. it. And, you know, I, I feel like... I feel like Jay being out of the picture, there was just something missing tonight. It just, it was, it was maintenance. It was just, hey. Yeah. I think your mic got. Oh, what is going on tonight? I just got yeah. tech issues left and right. It said my mic got unplugged again. I'm like, 
No, you just muted me for some reason, computer. Pain in my ass. Anyway, yeah, I feel like it was just maintenance. It was just a win tonight for uh, for Bullet Club Gold. Mm-hmm. But immediately after that, we get a promo from C.J. Perry. Pre-tape promo, formerly known as Lana in WWE, mm. where she was uh, mostly involved with her real-life husband, Miro. Uh, honestly, um, not having the Russian accent. Love it. Thank you. That's great. Uh, I think she cuts promos much better uh, as just herself. I liked this promo. I don't know about you two, but I liked this promo a lot tonight. Uh, she says she has now sat on the sideline for, for two years, but she needed to come back. She needed to get into AEW. She needed to give pro wrestling another shot before she ultimately just finally walks away and says that she's done. Said that she was once the coldest manager in pro wrestling and wants to be that again. And I think the interesting thing is here, she says when Miro lost the TNT title, he lost himself. And now she's like, I feel like Iridian, she's on this mission now to not only get her husband back, but get him back on track to where he once was and get that man rolling and dominant and prevalent again in AEW. Yeah, well, she's on a mission. I need AEW to be on a mission to sign her. I need an all elite graphic. I need it now because I feel like she just adds so much. I feel like this is what I've been waiting for from Miro. Yes, the match with Hobbs was great. Um, Meet forever. 10 out of 10. Loved it. But this is just the pairing of them is so good. And I have so many questions about CJ Perry right now. The hot and flexible, first of all, who came up with this? Because why? Second of all, theme Miro, song. life experiences. Anyway, like, like um, it was like you could have done so many things because when it happened for All Out and it was like hot and flexible, I was like, what man is hot and flexible? Like, <laughs> Rockstar Spud, final answer. <laughs> I was just it's the amount of confused that I was. I was like, "All right, cool." And I'm, then, honestly, I'm glad you were confused too, because like I'm sitting here going, "What is this? Who is this?" <laughs> and then like she walks out, and I'm like, "Oh, I get it now. I'm an idiot." But, and no, yeah. and then she still walked out, and I didn't recognize her, and I was like, "Who is that?" And then finally, they show her on the screen because they were not showing the screens, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Lana CJ! Like, yeah, amazing! Yeah. I'm here for it." And I hope that this really boosts Miro to where they want him to be because I know Miro could just be so good. Now I'm just thinking about all the matches, all the mixed tag team matches that could be happening. I am absolutely here for them. Give me Jungle Boy and Anna Jay versus Miro and CJ Perry. Like there's just so many combinations that could be happening. And I just need them to sign her because I would literally lose my mind. I absolutely loved it. Cresta, did you know who Hot and Flexible was referring to like I mean, it cannot, it can only be one person, his wife. But I am a fan of add Stokely Hathaway to anything. It'll be funny. Can you imagine Stokely Hathaway came out to a graphic that said hot and flexible? Who? <laughs> mm. <laughs> jokes aside, <laughs> I haven't said it on this show yet, so I get to say it now, and I'm very happy. It is quite refreshing to see people that the Fed has turned away or made you think less of or people who you don't think can be in a caliber higher than what they were in the fed and then to see her come out this promo tonight i was like who's lana i don't know that woman i know cj perry i know hot and flexible can we, well, hold on. we need to uh, somebody needs to stop this hot and flexible thing H&M, we need a new hot and flexible. catchphrase hey, hey iridian 
Tell her when she's telling lies. Right? <laughs> okay, my chest. I, this is a professional show. <laughs> I think this is great for Lana. Let me see, Dave Perry. This is the best I've seen her. And when she said, I want to see if I can have that manager spark in her. Mm. I know that's right. Go ahead, girl. And you know, worst case scenario, I tried. And I made a couple of dollars <laughs> doing it. Yeah. But I think... Based off of, I wasn't watching wrestling during the, the Miro Lana situation. Only thing I came in at the end with Bobby Lashley, and that's different. That doesn't count. I, that was I, a whole new era. That was yeah, I choose not to remember that. That's different. That's different. Yeah, but from I, what I'm, I'm hoping, not to cut you off. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, you good. You good. I'm hoping Tony doesn't make the same mistake that the Fed did. To use your words, uh, where yeah, oh well, we split up Miro and Lana, so let's put Lana with Dolph, and let's put Lana with Lashley, and let's put Lana. Let's just basically have Lana take a world tour across the entire locker room. Like, mm -hmm. no, don't do, that. Tour. <laughs> don't do that shit. Not the blue chew. <laughs> oh, do I need to play that ad again? No. Me forever. <laughs> Very fitting, by the way, that we get meat fest followed by hot and flexible. All right. Like immediately after. Immediately after. Tony know what he's doing. <laughs> But no, I'm already I am with you on one thing. Like when I asked Tony in the press conference about the status of CJ in all elite wrestling, I was kind of surprised that he was very like not a permanent thing. You know, it's kind of like a, we'll bring her in. We'll see how this kind of goes. Lift the door kind of open. I'm like internally, I'm thinking, OK, why did it take this long to get her on screen? And how long how, how, how long is this going to go? Because her coming out the way that she did, you knew it wasn't going to be a one-off. Yeah. But uh -huh. damn it, man. The way she cut this promo tonight sure sounds like she's going to be sticking around for at least a while. Yeah, I hope she sticks around for a while. A whole contract while, actually. But, <laughs> but man, I I was really surprised when Tony also didn't say, like, oh, yeah, like, she signed. She's, a, she's all elite. I was like, oh, okay. Well, then what are we doing here? What's happening? For now yeah. to also cut this amazing promo that you're just like, okay, now I want to see her. What is happening next? Like, where's the story going? So I would hope that within the next couple of days, we finally get like an official um, uh, a graphic or just another promo, like clarifying what we're really doing here. Because if you just brought her back to do like a love triangle with like Hobbs and Miro, like I'm not for it. Like, please. Yeah, no, no, tomato, tomato, love. Tomato, tomato. no love. She wants her husband back and she don't need another man to get that job done. Like that. Okay. that yeah. Don't, don't need to go down those tropes and avenues and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, again, guys, make sure to get your super chats in, get those humper chats in. We'll read them uh, throughout the entirety of the show. Uh, Shane monster saying, how did Aerostar get that? Blue gear on, blinding, uh, he says. And then uh, Drew chiming in saying, Eddie and Claudio may have just sold more tickets for Grand Slam with this promo tonight. Title versus title. Give Eddie his flowers, TK. That matchup is going to be, now that it's title for title, like, and I meant to bring this up earlier, Eddie's got to win this shit, right? Like, Eddie's winning this champion. Yeah, he's got to. He's got to. In New York, first world title ring of honor he gets to beat claudio like there's gonna be some bullshit because there always is but he gotta win right he's gotta i, mean, I don't know we've said it before like oh he's gotta win you know the first time he yeah. fought you know claudio and he didn't win and we're like oh okay 
Um, I hope that is not that same situation. We don't need to do a rerun of that. It would be nice for Eddie to pick up the win. So I'm hopeful that that's what happens this time around. Same. I was about to say the same thing. It's like, I've said this. We've been here before. Eddie deserves this win. Eddie needs this win. And at the last minute, you're like, surprise. Now, listen, I, I don't know if Eddie Kingston knows wrestling is a, is a work. So if you don't put the title on him, I don't know what's going to happen to you, Mr. Khan. You might get shoved in a locker. I, I, There's I, only I so many times that you can hurt us. All right? Yeah. There's only I, so many times. We might have to ride with Eddie Kingston. <laughs> show up. We are going to go down the ramp with a gas can in our hands. All right. Like a milk truck. And spray we will literally burn this shit down to the ground. We get dark order on the screen asking for your support. This, this felt like a, a, a revamp of the old dark order promos that they used to do back yes. in the early, early days. Right. I got. He's gone. <laughs> I'm going Your to kill. I'm, said, I don't want to hear you anymore. <laughs> honestly, that might have been uh, Tony Khan. He was like, no, <laughs> I feel like somebody's effing with me right now. Like, anyway, this felt. Uh, that's not funny. That's this not felt funny. like. There we go. Go ahead, Rick. No, nah, I think he tried. Somebody else talk. That. Somebody else talk. My, I got I to gotta cut out. My mic is being stupid. Hang on. So. Dark Order, Cresta. This felt like back in the day, the OG Dark... Oh, oh, the OG Dark Order. <laughs> Don't worry, I got this. Don't I worry. Keep, keep, keep talking. Tackling. Keep talking. Keep I really appreciated this promo. I'm such a fan of the Dark Order. And a lot of people were very iffy on them winning the uh the tag team tournament i thought it was a great decision because i'm like yes dark order they really need the win i think that the three of them are fantastic but yes uh johnny hungy and alex reynolds are really killing it what mm. did you think about this promo i thought it was excellent it did remind me of the original dark order promo if you want to zoom out i'm so sorry go ahead <laughs> girl, go ahead baby girl I, I did something on the fly i did something on the fly <laughs> So yeah, this does remind me of the old Dark Order promos, which yeah. I always liked, but I always wanted them to do more with them. So it's nice to see them going back to the, we're not that guys, we're your friends, a, a cult. Join us. Some people say that religion is a cult, but don't you want to feel God's love? Mm. Come on now, stop it. So I like it. would you join the Dark Order then? I mean, I feel like I would. I've joined less. I'm doing worse for less. So, Sonia, can I get a lucha mask? <laughs> can I wrestle Johnny Hunger and get beat chanted at me? The answer is yes. I'm signing up for Dark Order. You signing up for Dark Order, Iridian? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have a chat about Mr. Eddie Kingston. Period. Yes. It's uh, If Eddie doesn't win now, he's never winning it. <laughs> I mean... I, I don't want to agree. I don't want to disagree, but it's giving yeah. always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <gasps> I, Not always the bridesmaid, never a bride. Uh, hi, oh. Rick. Welcome back. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, Not the business being exposed in my background. You seem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hang on. We'll get the, oh, that's the wrong one. We'll get this straightened out. What a total. Thanks for sticking around with us, guys. We love our Fightful family. 10 uh, out of 10 tonight. Thank you. I hate my internet and whatever the heck is going on with the microphone tonight. But I've unplugged and plugged everything back in. So hopefully we're, we're good to go. Where where did we well, leave? Moral of the story, Rick, would you join Dark Order? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. Boom. I don't, I don't like, like political ads. I no, don't like- you have to join. You, you have to. You could easily be peer pressure. This is the peers pressuring. So mm. join. Think about that time your parents enrolled you in high school. Mm. <laughs> I don't like that. Did we move on to the acclaimed announcing their world tour yet? No, we didn't. Let's we talk about just that. Just right there. Yes. Well, they announced their world tour, which is going to consist of half a dozen U.S. cities. So it's so funny because they announced it. And I was like, what do you mean? You already won the belts. Like you should have announced it immediately after you won the belts. That's when you sort of started your world tour. But they're like, we've already been here. And then we went to Chicago. And I'm just like, "Okay, what about it? Like, (laughs) like, I don't I don't really I guess. Maybe like the point of this was to sit here and say, hey, we're the trios champs and we're going to go literally everywhere. But yet y'all aren't going to be in Cincinnati on Wednesday. So, OK, yeah, that's honestly, okay. I would have just rather seen a music video again. No, <laughs> <laughs> I got to cut you off there, pal. No. <laughs> no. We were on the same page, but we weren't. I'm with her on this one. I'm, I'm with her on this one. I actually like their music videos, though. I would have rather I'm, seen. I know I'm in the minority on that one. Yeah, that's fine. I'm a, I. The acclaimed teeters on corny for me, and that's fine. I I feel like I'm in the minority there. It's kind of the like the mis- porn. Are you kidding me? The kings that, of that, porn. That's fine. They. <laughs> I like Jeff Jarrett be. corny. Acclaimed corny is a little Not too Jeff on the car for me. Oh my god! This man didn't even fight tonight, and here we are talking about it. <laughs> never drew a dime. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett never drew a dime, Mister Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, Jeff Jarrett. Okay. We, we can all agree, though, that Ray oh. Fenix is freaking amazing, and it's great oh. that he was back on our TV screens tonight, right? We can yes. agree on that. Yeah, it was really wonderful to see him back, um, and especially against someone like Angelico, who is also just such a different style of who has just a different style of wrestling and uh-huh. they can both go. They're so high flyers. They have this lucha influence. So. I'm glad that we're also seeing Angelico more on, on screen because he was gone for a little bit. So I'm like, okay, yeah. put him back on TV because this guy's really fantastic. And this match did not disappoint. I mean, that this is supposed to be the benefit of having two extra hours of live television is you can work in. I know live TV spots are still limited and you're going to have your big stars are going to take up action on both shows, i.e. John Moxley, Brian Dennis, and those kind of guys. But there's no reason why you can't work people like Angelico into these shows, Kristen. I agree. However, I will say Nyla Rose has corrupted me because once I saw him come out with Sir Pentacle, I knew what it was. I mm. Jesus Christ, Nyla Rose. She's another one. And once she curses you, all I can hear is her making fun of you. This match was really good. I wasn't surprised. I know a Helico can wrestle. I know Ray Phoenix could wrestle. I was not surprised at the speed in which Ray Phoenix and, and Helico were wrestling. There was one yeah. spot where Helico gets him in this octopus pin. It was pretty, but also confusing, like tangled rope. And I like to be confused mm. like that. This match was fantastic. It just sucks that we don't see Helico, And when we do, he's losing. Mm. Yeah. The spot for me of the night, though, was uh, Fenix walking the tightrope to punt kick Serpentico off of the off of the ring apron. Like anybody who can do that kind of stuff, like I I could barely put my leg through the ropes. All right, when I got into the <laughs> ring, and these dudes, these dudes are just walking it like it ain't no damn thing. So like it's it's impressive to me. But what I really like about this is they have now given Ray a story coming into this. He is out for revenge already, and he is coming after John Moxley, and this is going to be one of those interesting things to watch. Brian Danielson is 
clearly over as a baby face. John Moxley is going to get cheered in the state of Ohio, but he ain't going to get cheered everywhere. And Claudio is going to get booed out of the building against Eddie Kingston. And everybody hates Wheeler Yuta for some reason. Poor Wheeler. I don't like, understand. First of all, all of the men hate Wheeler Yuta because the girlies love Wheeler Yuta. Okay. And I, somebody on Twitter was like, oh, so the Blackpool Comic Club are, are baby faces now. I was like, I thought they were baby faces this whole time. What are you talking about? I love Iridium B for like real. They're, they're kicking people's heads in Iridium. <laughs> I am for it. I am for it. So I'm like, okay, Blackpool Comic Club can never do any wrong in my eyes. So with all of these mixed reactions towards them, my reaction has not changed. So I was just confused. Um, I feel I like we're they- in a different spot, though, because, like, we we cover it, we analyze it, and, you know – we recognize all four of these dudes do really, really great work and they're all great at different things. So we're all like, love these guys. Like, yeah. you know, we, we appreciate and we enjoy heel work just as much as we do good baby face that's work. True. So I think that's, that's where true. that comes into play. Um, Cresta, you said something interesting about this uh, Ray Phoenix and, um, and Calico match was that it was pretty. And that, I wrote that down. I said, everything about this match is so pretty to watch. Yes. And it was because I don't know. They just made it seem so effortless. Like it was just, such a dance and i was here for it i'm like oh my goodness but that ending ray phoenix with that finisher oh my god that was vicious and i like that man spiked him like a football thank god he should be alive (laughs) how i will say that lucha libre and chain wrestling specifically when it is done right it literally looks like you guys are dancing in violence and i don't know how else to describe it and this match is prime example and if you guys are fans of jonathan gresham he's another person who does that as well. Brian Danielson can do it, but he likes to paint the town red and I'm soft. So <laughs> I'm Roderick soft over here. You're say It's like Swan Lake. If the lake was on fire. Like that's yeah. Pretty- <laughs> <laughs> and John Moxie's in the middle of the lake on fire. Like it's the whole BCC in the background. So you can sign me up for this. I love that, you know, Moxley with his actions over the last few weeks as Blackpool combat club with Brian Danielson out hurt. Yeah. has been doing uh, some nefarious things and the chickens are coming home to roost here a little bit for John Moxley. I do like how this so, is going out now that he has the international title. Are we never giving this man a vacation? I think he's going to get one, whether he like it or not, coming soon. Like, <laughs> please. I know he just needs like a week off. Please let him sleep in at least. I feel like this man's working every single day on commentary. They're like, yeah, this is his third match in the week. I was like, what? This, okay, this man has Iridian. This man has a two-year-old daughter. He ain't sleeping. He ain't sleeping for at least 16 more years. Like, what are you kidding? Years. <laughs> Orange Cassidy, John Moxley. Uh, I'll go ahead. Darby and Allen. Even. Darby Allen, Bianca Bella, and Roman Reigns. These guys literally said no days off and, and inscribed that on their skin. It's like, bro, but don't you want to sleep? What is no. sleep? What is eat, sleep? sleep, wrestle. Like, yo, please take some time off. No, they just eat and wrestle. There is no sleep. Darby don't even eat. He just wrestles. I- I had somebody last night on the SmackDown post show that I did. They asked me, where's Bianca Belair? I'm like, taking some much deserved time off. If any woman has earned three weeks off of television, it's, it's Bianca her. Belair, who has been on every show, every pay-per-view, every you know WWE event, press yeah. scrum, literally burning the candle at every single end for two and a half years. 
she can have some she can have a few weeks off all right she's she's freaking earned it for crying i out. feel that way about moxley whenever he does drop this title go to disneyland <laughs> go go to yonkers raceway or something take some time <laughs> off i don't care where you go please take some time I'm, off. i'm trying to think of the, the the exact line i i wrote about it for uh cage side seats this week I, mm-hmm. in a in a two-year point of instability for tony khan John Moxley's always been the rock that he can lean on. Oh, absolutely. He is whenever, you know, whether it's injury or otherwise, when other people in the company have let Tony Khan down, John Moxley has been right there to pick up the slack. He is AEW's MVP, which is why he's never going on vacation. FDR announced a uh, tag team open invitational. They said they have beaten everybody. They want some new challengers. They want these Young, hot teams who are looking to make their mark Iridian and AEW to step up. And then we're getting the Iron Savages next week on Saturday. Yeah, let's go, Luchasaurus and Christian. Tag team it up. Come on now. I need yeah, to- Dad. <laughs> you know what? I don't hate the idea of this. I just wonder where they're going to get the tag teams from. Um, because I feel like they really haven't built up other tag teams besides the acclaimed. So I just need to see who is really being brought up. But I like this idea. I think FTR needs some competition. And I do think they would do well with dropping those championships. Um, Bullet Club Gold is right there. Like, what are we doing? Juice and Jay are right there. I would rather (laughs) give it to the tag team in that group. Uh, yeah, okay, give it to the guns. That's fine, yeah, too. But I know, I, all right. I was letting you guys malark, but now this is malarkey. Like, <laughs> I like the guns, but the guns are not that those guys, pal. Not yet. They can be, but they are still plucky, annoying underdogs. And I think if you give it to Jay mm-hmm. and Juice, it'll make guns really upset he's spaghetti. And if you know anything about the Bullet Club, is that friendships were meant not to last there. So we already have enough broken friendships in AEW. We do not need more. (laughs) (laughs) AEW collision specifically is a broken home. (laughs) This is something that me and SP3 were talking about earlier this week. How many, how long does this man have to remain undefeated in tag team matches before Sting and Darby Allen actually get like a shot at the tag team titles? Like, I feel like that's a run that should have happened by now. I don't know, man. Darby always hurt. He's being held together by the spirit of Bruno San Martino at this point. Like, I love Darby. And even tonight when he does those dice, his body just like crumples. I'd be like, young man, (laughs) you need the hyperbolic time chamber, young man. (laughs) We need to put something else up. I don't know. Put Sammy and Daniel Garcia together. I don't know. We need the rest of the Jericho. Cool hand hand. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like these other guys could be really worked up. There's time. It's collision. Like, we yeah. have time for it. Dark Order 2.0 and hello. No, I was going to say um, 2.0 is there. You know, yeah. you got. They have tag teams. They got people. Free, free ideas. We're giving away great stuff here. When y'all going to finish the Keith Lee and Will Hobbs? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm asking too many questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You said while we're at it. <laughs> Let's talk about Mr. Uh, the Battle of Bad Neck versus Battle of Bad oh Neck tonight. Roderick Strong and Darby Allen. Now, Darby is attacked by Luchasaurus before this match even starts. He he puts him up in the torture rack position, and then Christian, you know, weasels his way into the screen and says that uh, he is never going to be champion again, regardless of the title, as long as Christian is in AEW. And if you missed the post-media scrum, I don't know if he said this in character or not, but he said he signed a fat contract extension. So it sounds like Christian's going to be around for a while longer. 
Um, Luchasaurus after Christian says finish him, chucks him back first into the uh, you know the steel door backstage. Uh, Darby though, being the uh, dumb baby face that he is, makes his way down to the ring. <laughs> it's always the dumb baby faces who do the who put You're the mask on hell. Dumb right? baby face. I've never heard that term ever until tonight. Wow. Are you kidding me? The dumb baby face. Dumb baby face syndrome is the most syndrome. prevalent. Oh my god. Is the <laughs> most prevalent issue in professional wrestling today. It is real. It will strike anybody at any moment. This man, after he got decimated by a dinosaur backstage, should have said, "F this match. I'm going to a local medical facility." And instead, <laughs> he let some 18-year-old kid Puff puck him down to the ring to get his ass whooped by Roderick Strong tonight. That's what he did. Oh Rick isn't telling lies. Tell anyone he's telling lies. I'm sorry. Rick is like, you spitting right now, Rick. Mm. And I mean this in character. Don't take anything. I'm not calling Darby dumb. All right. Anyway, so dumb babyface syndrome strikes. Darby Allen goes down there because he's going to win this match because he thinks he's going to go win himself a world championship with a bad back. Uh, and Roddy is just pounding on this damn thing all, all match long. The spot, though, was when Roddy gives him the Uranagi on the, the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. And he lands on this, the apron. This bump looked Disgusting. brutal, but this is the brilliance of Darby Allen because he was in complete control of his body the entire way. He landed on that ring apron very, like, just spot perfectly to where it made it look like it hurt, and then he sold it perfectly like there were people who were like worried i'm like that's just a brilliant bump like dude that's that's the brilliance of darby (laughs) allen uh that that spot was incredible and then we get ar fox who comes down to the ring iridian and then he and nick wayne not on the same page he ends up getting taken out because darby looks like he may actually pull this one off and then nope dumb baby face syndrome Strikes again. I got to look at my two friends out on the floor and what they're doing and not focusing on one match. It ends up costing him. Roddy gets the knees up on the coffin drop, and then he drops Darby one more time with backbreaker, and Roderick moves on to the finals, which we all kind of knew Roddy was going to go on to the finals. This Before this tournament was even freaking announced, we knew he was going on to the finals here. But again, doesn't mean this was bad. There was a lot to like here. What a mess. What? <laughs> I know I know say there's a lot to like and you're like what a damn mess <laughs> what a mess honestly when ar fox came out i was like oh jesus why are we adding more people to this nick wayne was already there i wrote yike rooney like literally for this match <laughs> when dar when darby hits from that top <laughs> turnbuckle to the apron i said why are we still doing this i don't understand and you know what when Roderick Strong was standing in the middle of the ring before Darby came out and the commentary was like, I think he's going to have to forfeit. I was like, there's no way. We all know Darby Allen is walking out. <laughs> we know after he just got decimated backstage, this man is still going to walk out. And he was limping. He was holding his back. He was on his way to the ring with a purpose, which I, I appreciated. Um, but man, Darby, I just need that man to go on vacation also like these are people every week i just see them with more and more tape and i'm like can we please just let them relax you think tony khan owns stock in that tape company by the way like (laughs) bro 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 like i i literally wrote (laughs) if darby allen wins this is some plot armor (laughs) 
like you said, if I got mauled by a T-Rex from Jurassic Park in the background by and some old man with a turtleneck, mm. I'm not going to let some 18-year-old gaslight mm. me into getting beat up by a guy who has a fake neck brace on with two other dudes who claim to be a part of a kingdom. There is no way. AR Fox coming down, I get it, I do, but the kingdom wasn't even really cheating. Yeah. Nick Wayne is going to turn on Darby Allen, and I cannot wait. <laughs> that's the that's the only upside about this. Not only is he gonna turn on Darby Allen, he's gonna start fucking with Christian. <laughs> and it's gonna be it's gonna be great because every time Nick Wayne get out of hand, Christian gonna be like, Well, how's your dad? Mm. Well, I mean, if that's the payoff, this is great. Darby Allen matches are always great. Let me say that first. Because yeah. he's his selling. You literally think he's dying every time. But also, you think he's dying every yeah. time. So, I don't I know where say, we I don't know how much of that is selling and how much of that is actually accurate, though. <laughs> I mean, Yaika Rooney is now going to be involved in my vernacular now. I need you to know that. <laughs> whenever, yeah, I appreciate that. Whenever I see something go crazy, like, Yaika Rooney! <laughs> like, yikes! <laughs> Uh, we got uh, David Reed with a super chat saying, am I crazy for thinking Roddy beats Joe in the finals? Do MJF Roddy at Grand Slam and Joe MJF at Wrestle Dream? Um, God. Look. The way the neck is working right now, it's going to be a no for me, I think. They have, they have two completely different stories going right now. And I know Roddy's has more to do with Adam Cole than it does mjf at this point and after samoa joe and mjf cut this great promo and go back and forth you know you'd think they would be tailor-made for grand slam but i'm i'm kind of with him on this one where i think saving samoa joe and mjf for a pay-per-view makes more sense and you can elongate this program and we can get more great segments like we did this past wednesday instead of just here's this Here's whatever they're going to do in Cincinnati. And then next week, boom, in New York, we have the match. And then is it over with? Does Joe win? I don't know. Uh, I want Joe to win. Like, seriously, I want Joe to be a world champion because I think he's just firing on all cylinders right now. And if it, it kind of feels like if it doesn't happen now, is it ever going to happen? Kind of those one of those situations. Uh, I think there is a way, though, where you can have MJF cost Joe this match on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So he faces Roderick Strong. And then after he beats you know roddy then we can revisit joe and mjf down the line i don't think it's a clear cut oh joe's definitely winning this for sure and you know I, what if that is what happens mjf needs to come out with a neck brace <laughs> i think if you if we already think that eddie kingston will burn aew to the ground <laughs> if he loses to claudio casignoli if you think Samoa Joe won't do it first because he loses to Roderick Strong. I, don't, I feel like there's a Mick Foley quote in there about if you think he's going to lay down and take that, then you're stupider than I look. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I I, don't know. I mean, we got to get MJF and, and Roddy in a neck brace match, right? Like, both, that that's... Like, that's that's, the, grand, that's match. the grand slam match, right? Both, like, who's neck brace, who's dog neck brace match? Whose neck is more strong? Like that's that's the match for Grand Slam. Like, not Miro's. <laughs> he said it himself. I can make that joke. He said my neck is cursed to be sad. Okay, a chiseled body neck sad. Okay, I didn't make that joke. MJF is gonna come out with a neck better than you, baby. Like all that. Oh, get a boo. That on a t-shirt. He's gonna be like, this is it. I'm here for it. Neck strong better than you, baby. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Darren Walker says, always great to see Iridian on Saturdays. Hi, Cresta and Rick, too. Uh, Roddy versus Darby, my favorite match of the night. Nice to see Jade back as well. Thank you for the kind words, Darren. We do appreciate it. Uh, we have another one here from Delayed Gratz. Uh, AEW now needs a meat division. Meat yes. division. Iridian, confirm or deny. Were those not the exact words I said to Tony Khan on Sunday? They were confirmed. <laughs> Uh, Miro, Hobbs, Big Bill, Brian Cage, Brody King, Wardlow, Wardlow Luchasaurus. Hell yeah, he says sign Nia Jax while we're at it. Oh, uh, AEW, like Arby's, they got the meats. Now, here's now him saying that, all right, makes me want AEW to pull the WWE thing and have um, a, a have like Keith Lee versus Miro in a match that's sponsored by Arby's. I'm done. <laughs> it would be great because I had in my head when you said all I could think it was me. <laughs> me. <laughs> that that's the chat. That is the chat right there. You did you that'll put butts in seats. <laughs> that'll put a lot of meat in a lot of seats. That's for dang sure. <laughs> uh and speaking of Keith Lee, he cut a promo tonight. Sounds like collision's gonna be his home for a while. And I say thank God for that. Uh big bizarro L says, my man Keith Lee bringing that energy tonight. With uh, gear fifth swag, a man is looking to bail men into the next state. Uh, I need me a dominant Keith Lee singles run. Rick, it's just how I roll from golf 98 today uh, to being hot and flexible. My name is accurate. Dude, Big Bizarro, Bizarro Big L is all over the place with these, these humper chats and super chats, but I'm here for it. Like, bring it on. Like, it's a challenge to read these things, but I get you. I'm with you. I'm following you every step of the way on this one. Um, I did like Keith Lee's promo tonight. I like how he's calling out certain individuals for uh, avoiding him, but he says he's ready to do uh, some work on Saturday nights, Cresta. And then we got a nice little uh, homage to Bray when he told everybody who's in his path to run. I thought, I look, maximize your minutes, Keith Lee. Just do something with the man. Like, I feel like I there's so many people on this show that I'm just like, yes, put them on television and do something with them now. Now, please. Now. I think now. that's always been a complaint, no matter where Keith Lee is, with the exception of NXT. If you're mm. going to use the man, <clears throat> sorry, I'm dying. Use the man. But a lot of people don't use him, and it sucks. I will say, as an anime fan, it's nice to see someone else besides Xavier Woods keeping the nerdiness alive. Athena does it as well, and so does Alina Vega, but it's nice to see it in AEW. Um, yeah, meat division. That's how you push him. Have him be the leader of the meat division. Make a belt made out of hamburger meat. <laughs> Still don't listen to me. <laughs> Get Lady Gaga's old dress. Awkward transition into Brian Danielson's promo tonight. Man, everybody wanted to hear from after his spectacular strap match with Ricky Starks uh, on Sunday. He comes down to the ring. He gets asked, uh, what is next from Tony Schiavone? And Danielson kind of dropped a bomb on everybody. He said, look, he promised his daughter when she turned seven that his career will wind down. All right, not stop, but wind down. And then uh, he says she is six right now. Uh, crowd reacted as you would expect. But uh, he says, look, he's a man who keeps his promises. But then he says, if this is his last year, if it's his last big run, it is going to be epic. My man dropped epic 
Oh, and then he challenges Zack Sabre Jr. at uh, Wrestle Dream in Seattle, Iridian. So uh, you're going to drop Epic on us and then challenge Zack Sabre Jr. in a battle of, let's be honest, the two best technical wrestlers on planet Earth. Yeah, that's a pretty good start. That's coming out strong out of the gate there. Next round. Absolutely wild. And it's a confirmed match. This is going to be 27 stars, not even five. This is going to be a 27 star match. It's going to be so good. The minute he said Zack Sabre Jr., I was like, oh my God, I need, I need a moment. I need to compose myself. This is, I just know it's going to be so, so good. And Twitter also lost its mind. Um, so man, yes, should. what just a wonderful announcement. And then he also got interrupted afterwards. So I know you got to talk about Ricky. So let's talk about Ricky, Rick. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> look, and I tweeted this out as soon as this segment was over. This show, specifically, Collision, has a bright future as long as Ricky Starks is on it. Absolutely. Period. End of story. It's done. He comes out here and he starts cutting his promo about how he got everybody's attention on Sunday. And he's not surprised that Brian Danielson is getting all the flowers on TV, but it was it was Ricky who was the star on Sunday. And if you go back and you listen to Brian Danielson's post scrum out of character, he said verbatim, Ricky Starks carried me through that damn match tonight. It was a lot of smoke and mirrors. I didn't even throw a punch with my right arm. It was all Ricky Starks. So Ricky comes out and starts spitting those facts because on screen, ain't nobody going to stick up for him, but him. Mm. And he says now he's gone from hungry to greedy and he's just going to come out here and start taking and taking and taking and Danielson cuts him off. Cresta Danielson cuts him off. He's getting ready to pull out the shirt. He says, you bled with us. He is clearly about to offer this man a spot in the Blackpool combat club. And then big bills like nah, shut your mouth. Big bill takes down Brian Danielson. And then for like a brief second, this was so good. Ricky Starks pulls Big Bill off of him, or at least pushes him off. He ain't going to pull Big Bill off of him. But out of respect, Big Bill stops beating on the man. And then you think maybe Ricky is considering something. And then, no, he just takes the you know dramatic pause to let the crowd soak in the moment. And then he starts beating on Brian Danielson's ass. And I'm sitting here going, yes. I know there are so many people who are going to be like, oh, my God, Ricky Starks in the Blackpool Combat Club would have been awesome. And I'm like, no, Ricky Starks does not need to be a part of a group. He does not need to be a part of a team. He is his own entity. He is his own man. Let that some bitch shine on his own. And, yes, beat that Brian Danielson ass. I loved all of this. And then I love Ricky Starks at the end of it doing the yes chance and jumping up and down. <laughs> the man is a menace, and I hope he never changes he it was Agreed. a star tonight again i agree i want to address something really quickly i know you were putting over ohio and cincinnati Always. but not them booing brian daniels if saying he wants to spend time with his family uh, <laughs> that, that's cleveland and cleveland is the armpit of the world okay so that's new jersey nice try <laughs> <laughs> Actually, after this weekend, it's Pittsburgh. All right. I, I can I can attest to that personally. It's Pittsburgh. But still, go ahead. I will say that like when he started to offer him the Blackpool Combat Club, a few uh shirt, a few thoughts ran through my mind. Like Ricky, Ricky's not that kind of guy. He's not that kind of wrestler. And there's nothing wrong with that. He can be in a pinch, but I low-key, high key don't want to see Ricky start getting a Wheeler Yuta treatment. Nothing against Wheeler Yuta, but 
Claudio Castagnoli, like a week or two ago, literally cut a promo. He was just slapped you in your chest. And then somebody else cut a promo and really, he was like, why are you letting that girl man slap you like that? <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, I don't want that for Ricky Starks. He's a star on his own. However, it would be nice to see him in something completely different. That is so far out of what I consider Ricky Starks in the Blackpool Combat Club. Love it. When Big Bill attacked him, I was like, wow, you're a hater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, be great. Sure. You're a hater. That, that, that was like, Iridian, that was like Big Bill saying, man, you going after my meal ticket. What the hell yeah. are you doing? <laughs> like, you're a hater, bro. But when they started jumping, that made more sense. I do agree with you, him doing the yes, and then going to the top of the crowd and be like, yo, he's feeling it up. He's and on beat, <laughs> on beat, this dude was flipping the, the, the bird on the downbeat. He was hitting it. He had it. <laughs> Ricky Starks is amazing. Build, don't build your entire roster around him, but the people you guys have at the top with him, and you can elevate Big Bill in the process. I think everyone's yeah. a winner here. Yes, wholeheartedly. Iridian, I, I, would, would you like to see Ricky in the Blackpool Combat Club? Like, I feel that is such like a, a water and oil mixture here. Ricky's got far too much pop and circumstance for that. Listen, I've been trying to be a member of the Blackpool Combat Club for the past two years. <laughs> Since William Regal was recruiting, I said, I'm right here. I can manage. I know those manager licenses are easy to come by. So I was like, I could totally manage. I could be me, right? And just Ricky Starks is just so iconic. Every single thing that he does, I'm just like, yes, Ricky, I'm here for it. Some lady was clapping for him. And he was like, thank you, sweetheart, for clapping yeah. for me. As he was coming the down. The one lady. The yeah. one lady that was clapping for him. I said, good for you, girl, because I would have been clapping too. Same. Because Ricky Starks is a star. And I really needed him, well, needed them to push him to the literal sky. And now that CM Punk's not there, I know those plans are like kind of up in the air, but Ricky still needs to be the focus of collision because that man has got it. He absolutely has it. And when Daniel, well, Brian pulled out that shirt, I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Because they they didn't even get that far with Daniel Garcia. Like they never offered him, the, they weren't really offering him the shirt. So then- for Big Bill to attack him before the shirt was even offered, I was like, damn, bro, I know you're salty. You are not going to make it to the Blackpool Combat Club, that's for sure. And then Ricky pulling him off, I was like, oh, Ricky, were you going to join? Like, I would absolutely have loved it. I know it would have not worked out because I don't see what the position that he would have filled in Blackpool Combat Club because even to this day, I don't know what position Yuta fills in the Blackpool Combat Club. I feel like they all have a certain position and i feel like yuda's always kind of like at the end of the, the the totem pole so i don't know where ricky would have fit in that but man that would have been crazy to see absolutely crazy to see and i would have loved it but ricky is just so much more than the blackpool combat club mm -hmm. no no shade to blackpool combat club because yeah. i absolutely love them but ricky's just so much bigger and i feel like he needs that individual time to shine even when he turns on big bill or whatever happens with that i am ready for it but I also want to be a part of the Blackpool Combat Club. So I don't know where I got to audition, what <laughs> license I got to apply to. You got you to gotta bust open hard with it. I was going to say, I you got The other day, my knee was bleeding. Does that count? Like, come on. I bust open hard way already. <laughs> I think you got to have, like, Mox, you know, slam your head into the ring post a few times. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's some things. There, there's some, there's some, yeah, skewers. How do you feel about, a you know. Pizza cutter? Mm. Yeah, there there's ways to do it. We'll ways see. To do it. It's yeah, real glass. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Real glass. Me a river. Uh, real quick though, before we move on to the main event, is there 
if this is the last year for Brian Danielson, is there something that you two, either one of you, is desperately like this man, this this needs to happen before this guy's full time days are done in AEW? Eviscerate MJF. Oh. And I know that sounds harsh. Yeah. I like MJF, but I feel like MJF is right on the cusp from being cartoon yuck yuck joker blam kapow from being Heath Ledger. And he needs someone to dismantle him. And Danielson is good on the mic. He can keep up with him. And no shade to MJF. He's fantastic. But I think Brian Danielson at peak put the title on him, beat the brakes off of MJF. So when MJF goes to win it again, you retire Danielson, but I think Danielson should be, should humble this man, humble him and really turn him face, humble the fuck out of him. That's just me. Yeah. I'm with you on that. He definitely needs this last year, a year as a champion. He needs to have uh-huh. that championship run. And it's crazy because in that press scrum, he was talking about birdie and she's always like, Oh, well, daddy, are you going to stop wrestling next year or when I'm seven? And I was like, Oh my, that literally broke my heart because you literally saw it in his face that he's like, I want to spend time with my kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, I don't know what his role is going to be. I hope that it's still just in some sort of backstage and training um, capacity if he's not wrestling. but or Creative this, or something, yeah. 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 This last year, he definitely needs to be a champion. I don't know anyone who comes to mind, but when he just brought out Zack Sabre Jr., I was like, whoa. That was a opens- good call. I wasn't thinking that either. Yeah, this opens like so many doors. I'm like, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> yeah. Um. There, there's a lot of truth to the the heartbreaking children thing, right? Uh, I remember one night, uh, this was like, God, I don't want to say it was like six or seven months ago. Mm-hmm. I ended up having to work a, a late shift, and I got home from the radio station that I work at during the day, for those who don't know. And I got home just in time before SmackDown, which meant I had to run downstairs to watch SmackDown to do my other job and do the SmackDown post show. And Rebecca, my four-year-old, came up to me and said, Daddy, can you come lay with me? And I said, I'm sorry, honey, I have to go to work. And she just looks at me with, like, the biggest welled-up eyes ever and said, but you just got home from work. And my God, did I feel like the worst human being on planet Earth in that moment. Like, that, that shit's real, okay? So, yeah, nobody can blame Brian Danielson for wanting to spend more time with his adorable seven-year-old daughter all right like that that hit me and i don't even got kids i'm like (laughs) they will tear you they're savage they will tear your heart out in an instant and they don't even know they're doing it and then when they know they're doing it they're the worst how come your teeth are yellow daddy shut up There's no in between. Kids are either like, but don't you love me? Or well, you said earlier that you peed yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. Yo, shut up. They are they are brutally honest. Uh yeah. Rebecca also one time while we were standing in line at Home Depot pointed at some dude and goes, He's got a really big belly. No out loud to everybody. And I'm just like try not to laugh. Try not to laugh my ass off because I'm like, dude, you fat too, so shut the hell up. Uh <laughs> Little kids say the darndest things. <laughs> oh my god! And I know my son's gonna be worse. I know he's gonna be worse. Uh, main event tonight: meat division champion Samoa Joe going up against Penta El Um, I love commentary putting over uh, Samoa Joe's Achilles heel when he loses matches, being the time length. 
Uh, kind of like if you can get Joe in an endurance test, you got a shot to beat him. I loved that story. And they were really putting it over as this match drug on for 10, 12, 13 minutes and went past, um, went past the TV time and went extra. Uh, so they had Joe go about 15 minutes tonight. And there were points where you thought, well, maybe, maybe they might let Penta win this one, but we all know that wasn't going to happen because Joe had storyline immunity. He was going to win this match. Flat armor. <laughs> but I loved uh, the other thing that I loved in this match, Meridian, is early on they teased the Samoa Joe walkaway spot, but he did it too early. And Penta was like, no, nah, I got your ass. And he slides underneath the ring and he starts hitting him. Then they go back to it at the end because whoever sets up the damn table ends up going through that damn table. And yeah. Joe casually walks away and he does the senton and he ends up flying through the table that he had set up on the outside. And then it was just academic at that point. And Samoa Joe wins it. But this was a really, really good match. We all knew it was going to be. Uh, Penta's another one of these dudes who's just like, he's like Ray. He's like his tag team partner. He's just going to deliver every time that he's out there. Uh, hell, you want new tag team champions, by the way, for FTR. Let's go back to the Lucha Bros. Like, yeah. seriously, what the hell are we doing? But uh, regardless, uh, this match was great. Joe wins. We all knew it was going to happen, but I, I love this match tonight. Yeah, it was a banger. It was probably my favorite match of the night. And these guys are just too cool. They really are too cool because when Samoa Joe was like, he did the little walkaway spot, Penta went right behind him. He did his little walkaway spot too. I was like, okay, okay now, sir, coming out with the swag because, you know, Penta's got a little swag. So I was absolutely here for it. Penta going through that table was just, oh, my God. It looked terrible. And then he still kicked out of that. And I did love that commentary kept saying, like, oh, my God, we're going to TV time remaining. And, nope, Tony Khan just said we're adding more time. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, I didn't think that this match was going to last as long. And yeah. they really pulled it out of the bag with this one. I thought it was just so good. I was, I was sports entertained, as Crestor would say. I love that for you. I was sports entertained, too. This match made much like... Action Andretti looked like a million bucks. Mm. Penta already is a million bucks. This made him look phenomenal. So I will never not live for a Samoa Joe, Kenny Omega. Why would I stand there, Spot? Why would I stand there? I will never, I will always pop for that. Because yeah. like you said, with the dumb baby face syndrome, oh if, if the if the outcast jumped me and everybody else for three weeks and they never come out alone, surely they won't jump me if I come out by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. So you you want me to stay laying in front of this table woozy while you go all the way up to the top rope, mm -hmm. get the crowd and, and stay here? You're, mm. No, no, sir. Penta taking that spot. That was gnarly. Penta is a saint. He deserves all the flowers. And I'm going to piggyback on what Rick said. We have the Lucha Bros right here. If, if anyone can take it off of FTR, who's left? We already did the Bucks. They got... Okay, bye now. I would love to see a Briscoe's four, but rest in peace, Jay. We can't have yeah. that, unfortunately. So Lucha Bros or somebody else who have a stop it. Penta and Phoenix are fantastic. This match was fantastic. Samoa Joe sweating buckets by the 10-minute mark. And it was like, yo, he only goes eight minutes. And after that, he's high. It was great. It was great. Samoa Joe is fantastic. I want Samoa Joe to be the world champion. I don't think it's gonna happen. But I know MJF's going to get choked out. So I like MJF, but he's hey. also a good heel. So I want him to get choked out. So. Hey, yo, uh, follow me on this one. Joe beats MJF. Bryanson beats Samoa Joe. I don't hate that. I just want MJF to get his comeuppance at this point. <laughs> 
And I realized I just said Bryanson. That's that's not his name. Oh, the combination. It's fine. Yeah, combination. Yeah, you all knew what I meant. Y'all knew what I meant. Got a few uh, super chats here. Uh, Alexander Fitzgerald saying, "Patiently waiting for Nigel versus Danielson to happen. It's gotta. It, it's gonna happen at some point. I gotta think." Uh, Ronald Hollick uh, on the same mindset. Uh, if this is true that this is the last run of the American Dragon uh, through this year, Wembley all in final match. Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGinnis, please. And then our good friend Bizarro Big L Humper Chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just read the first two words. Good luck, Rick. <laughs> he says, Blasphemy, Rick. Bengals got to do boosters. Selling candy bars door to door to afford your quarterback's new contract. Finn Balor's already on the DMD's list. Sounds like you want to join week 12. Be ready for it. TJ to pick off your quarterback at the line again. Hashtag here we go. I'm, I'm assuming he lives in Pittsburgh uh, and he did not appreciate my Pittsburgh shot. I stayed in a bad area of town, Hoss. All right. I stayed in the heart of downtown uh, near uh, the PP and G paints arena. It's, it's not a great part of town. Uh, look, man, like, Within five minutes of me being on the ground, just to paint y'all a picture, okay? Within five minutes of me being on the ground, I had to dodge a fight that cops were breaking up. And then some guy, lit, some guy, unprovoked, jumped up into my face and started screaming obscenities at me that I have never been called before in my life. Never. Never. Cresta, That's I'll tell you after we get off the air what this man called me. Okay. I'm not going to hold you. I've heard how uh, Pennsylvania gives it up, and it sounds like you had an authentic Pennsylvania experience. Friday was rough. Saturday was better. Okay. I spent the day at Grandview Golf Course. It's a fantastic golf course. There were parts of Pittsburgh I liked, Bizarro, but who day? Bengals are winning the North for the third year in a row. Iridian, yeah. what's going on? Where can people find your stuff? <laughs> um, well, you guys can find me on YouTube at Rest Friends. That's W-R-E-S-T Friends. And also okay. on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Iridian underscore Fiero, just like it says right here at the top corner. And every Saturday, you can find me here at the AEW Collision post show here on Fightful. One more thing before I take it to you guys. I know they mentioned Nigel. Them on commentary is just so iconic because Tony Schiavone was backstage doing that little interview when they were talking to FTR and um, Kevin was like, oh, I have your, your tag team partner right here. Tony Schiavone is Nigel. You guys can tag for the titles. Like, oh, my God. Genius. Genius. Hilarious. 10 out of 10 commentary. Um, just like we are a 10 out of 10 commentary team. Cresta, where can the people find you? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's always a pleasure to be here with you, Colliders, with Iridian and Rick. Every Saturday, I'm here discussing Collision. Every Thursday, I'm also on Fightful myself and Joe Pearl. We talk about everything that goes on in Impact Wrestling. Next week, there'll be no personal wrestling streams from me. I need a break. There's been a lot of wrestling in the past few weeks. However, you can find me Thursday and Saturday here on Fightful. Um, and the 20th, I'm going to be at Grand Slam, baby. So if you see a curly head Mr. Moppy, you know, come say hi. I would, I would like to say hi to you. I'll sign your forehead. Just don't be weird because I do okay. know a Juju Katami in real life. That might be a lie. It might not be. You want to run the risk? Rick, where can they find you? <laughs> uh, One-stop shop right up here. One of these days I'll figure out how to point on this screen here in reverse. Uh, at Rick Uccino on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. That's also my uh, 
handle on threads as well, even though I keep forgetting to post there. Uh, that's a one-stop shop for all my work, whether it's cagesideseats.com, which my pinned tweet right now or pinned post uh, is uh, my my entire account. I did a Tuesday morning gorilla position of everything that I witnessed, saw, analyzed in my 1,050-mile trip from Cincinnati to Pittsburgh to Chicago to back home on Labor Day weekend because I'm freaking insane. Uh, But I made that trip, and uh, I wrote about it all on cagesideseats.com, so you can check out my pinned tweet. Uh, Also, do me a huge favor. Subscribe to the Believe in Pro Wrestling uh, YouTube channel. That is spelled B-L-E-A-V. Myself and SP3. Every Tuesday, 2 o'clock, we go live with our streams. That's where you can find all my exclusive interviews with your favorite WWE and AEW stars. Uh, So make sure to uh, check that out. I'm going to be having, uh, if everything works out well, I'm going to be having a few interviews that are going to be dropping, including possibly the biggest one I've ever done in my life, and maybe the biggest I'll ever do. Uh, fingers crossed on that one. It's not been booked totally yet, but say a small prayer for me if that's if that's your thing. Uh, regardless, we'll be back next week, 10-10, after collision on a Saturday night. Because it's fight night on Saturday nights. Or Wait, no, that's sorry. That's a SmackDown thing. Whatever. Uh, make sure to subscribe to uh, the Fightful YouTube channel. Give this video a thumbs up or some kind of mark. Really helps drive up our audience as well. And oh, yeah, by the way, if you haven't already, $5.00. It's all it costs every month. Fightful Select, all Sean Rossap scoops, all of his great work. It's right there. Sent to your email immediately. You're the first one to know. Uh, it's worth it. 100% it's worth it. Subscribe uh, to Fightful Select. I do believe Sean teased that he's going to have contract news. Both WWE and AEW news coming out all weekend long. Get it right to your email. That way you can watch the NFL games tomorrow. You'll get a little notice on your phone. Sean will tell you what's up. You don't have to scroll through Twitter to find out the news. Bing, bang, done. Speaking of done, so are we. Have a great weekend, everybody. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.